hour number three coming up at the bottom of the hour. Going to be talking with our buddy Chuck Freeman uh, from the Locked On Brewers podcast. He's going to be joining us here in just a little while. Stay tuned for that. Got a lot of good stuff today and uh, talking a lot of Brewers baseball. Brewers back at it again tonight, taking on the Mets. Game two of the four-game series. You'd like to see them just continue to win, get three out of four from the Mets. Then they got Pirates. They've got uh, the Reds. They've got the Cubs, four against the Cubs before they play the Reds, three games just before the All-Star break. So a lot, a lot of opportunities for the Milwaukee Brewers to really kind of make some hay if they can continue to do it. This portion of the program brought to you by a great place in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. That is a place called Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's. Com. You can click on the careers link uh, at the bottom of the page. They are hiring uh, CDL drivers, delivery drivers. They're hiring production people. They're hiring maintenance and cooler production. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on at Kemp's. K-E-M-P-S. Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Beautiful Cedarburg. Cedarburg just hosted the Strawberry Festival. And, and by the way, that has gotten huge. It used to be they would just put booths down like Washington, down that main street right there in between all the businesses. And that's what they used to do. Now it's ju- it's everywhere. It's just massive. It's down the side streets. It's in the parking lots. It's it's huge. And it's crafts and vendors and in the park, uh, which is just down from Rebellion Brewery. The park had some kind of family fun fest or something, and they had that going on. And it's just it's Strawberry Fest is just it's massive now, massive. In Cedarburg, Wisconsin. I just brought that up because we were in Cedarburg this past weekend. There you go. That's our friends at Kemp's. K-E-M-P-S. Kemp's, Kemp's, Kemp's. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. I'll get back to the emails coming up momentarily. I uh, got Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, thanks for hanging through the break, man. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, I just don't trust uh, ownership. To do anything they haven't done nothing for multiple years we've heard every year that oh i've got the money i'm going to spend it they don't do that they should have kept hater last year i know he's going through some personal stuff at the all-star break with his with his first newborn child they didn't follow the clubhouse as far as what he meant to the team and the fans that enter the bullpen they could have mm-hmm. traded him if they would have gotten bats last year they could have maybe made the playoffs, which would have made Hater's trade value even more if he performs during the playoffs. So I don't trust Ananasio as far as I can throw him. I mean, this year you've got a bunch of injuries, so you're going to have multiple lineups. But Council and his 132 lineup changes in 162 season is just ridiculous. Um, everybody gives him accolades for doing the best with the least, but still, if you just stick to being baseball instead of analytics, maybe they might have been in the playoffs. Um, yeah, the problem is, is that they've won. So, Do you believe that this team has, has outperformed what their talent level has been? This year, yes. Okay. Well, that's fair. Okay. We'll take it on, that, on its face for this year. Because it's just, in some years past, maybe not. The year of 2019, when they're in the NLCS, and all I kept thinking was is, had you gotten hits from the guys that you were paying money to or the guys that were hot all season, I think this team goes on to win and they're in the World Series. And they just, they got shut down. They just got shut down by the Dodgers pitching. And that was that was the most disappointing thing was that that whole series, I appreciate the phone call, the whole series 
They just they didn't get the bombs and the numbers out of their big bats when they needed them the most. Then when once they got into the NLCS. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670 to find us. Hit us up. Would love to hear from you. Uh this is uh this is our buddy Jeff in Waukesha. Ah, national championship LSU that's number 7 for baseball. Football is next uh, year or two. I know college different than pro. But it's that, that is exactly what Jay Johnson, LSU coach, does. Moves the lineup around when he's not getting hits. They need some shakeup on this team. Jesse Winker shouldn't even be on the team, but others could be looked at as the same. Bring up a few of the minors. Let's see what they have before the trade deadline. Jeff and Waukesha. Jeff, can't argue with that. Winker, not getting it done. I thought when he came back from the injury, the neck, uh, the neck impingement, I thought he maybe would come back and just be different, and he's not. He's not the same player. He's not the same hitter that he once was. He's not burning it up in the National League Central like he did three, four, five years ago. So I would not have a – it's a low-end deal. I would not have a problem if they just said, you know what, it's just you're not doing it. Let's just blow you out of here, okay? Um, and I would not have a problem bringing up some of the young guys just to figure out what it is you have – before you get to the trade deadline. Although it's a very short list, litmus test if you're going to start bringing these guys up now and saying, okay, we need to see what you got. Otherwise, we're going to go hire, go, go find somebody. But uh, but I would agree. I, I just move it around. What it, There is a going back to, to Chris in Brookfield when he talks about the, the, the metrics. And somebody else said this to me over on uh, on Twitter. They said, ah, we believe in the metrics until they fail. And he's right. We believe in the metrics until they fail. And then once they fail, um, then we go back to Hart and a baseball player. I think there is a place in everything for statistically what is likely to happen. Okay, I mean, in sales... You can look at markets, you can look at interest rates, you can look at, you know, so many different variables. You know, election years, I know, are always different when you get into the variables of, you know, the uh, the economy and such. Uh, coming out of an election also changes the economy. There's so many different things in sales, statistically and analytically. Um, I know in sports, you talk about speed, you talk about strength, you talk about all of that flexibility and motion and movement and and all of that. But then there is something to be said for just going with your gut and going with what works. You know, the oldest thing in football was we're going to keep running it at you until you stop it. Right? If you can't stop it, why would I stop running it at you? Just to mix it up? That's stupid. If they can't defend it, you keep going. The same thing in the NBA. The same thing in basketball. Well, there's always a run. Well, yeah, but I'm going to keep doing the same thing until you stop it. And then once you make the adjustment, I'll figure out something else. Nobody in the history of uh, uh, in the history of us would ever say, you know, uh, let's just say, you know, you're in sales. You keep going to the same company, and the company says, "I love what you're doing for me." What? What? What is this? A new product? I'll buy it. And then you go back, and you come out with another product, and you go back to that company. And they're like, "Oh my God, I love the last product. I'm going to buy another one." I'm going to do it again. Now, do you want all your eggs in one basket? Of course not. But you would never stop going 
to a terrific sale just because you want to mix it up, right? You add to your portfolio, but you you would keep going to that same customer that loves you to begin with. If somebody can't stop you, then you keep doing what you're doing. Baseball, if somebody's hitting, if guys are hitting, you don't sit them because, well, they don't hit lefties as well, but they're the hottest hitting player on the team right now. You don't do that. Play them. They've got an eye. They're seeing it right now. They're comfortable at the plate right now. Maybe their cup fits better right now. Maybe their swelling has gone down in their fingers from drinking beer two weeks ago. Maybe they're feeling it right now. Who knows? But you don't when, – when things aren't working and you're one of the worst offensive teams in the league, you don't sit guys that are hitting. You don't. It's dumb. So analytically, sabermetrics, there's a great place for that. But once guys start having their own success, let them go, man. Let them go. Don't be dumb. 877-867-1670. Um, it goes back to also what, what uh, Chris said, and this was something. I'm going to put this out there via a uh, poll question over on Twitter. And it's just a general question. Do you trust the Brewers' front office slash ownership? It's a yes or no question. Do you trust them? And I know there's going to be people that go, well, what do you mean by trust? What do you mean by trust? It, it's, it's a general question. Don't analyze it. Just give me what your gut says. Just post it. Just, just hit, just, I just hit send. It's out there. Do you trust? Do you trust them? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I think it's a fair question. I think it's a fair question. Just a general question. Do you trust the Brewers front office slash ownership? Yes or no? Uh, this is from Katie who says emphatically no. All right. There you go. No. Does not. Uh, this is from uh, Buck. Buck says uh, nope. Jason says, can't trust Mark Atanasio. He keeps talking. It's not about the money. Then cuts Hater. We didn't cut him. They traded him away, but I get what you're saying. Uh, Conra says, nope. Uh, Vicky says, yes. Wyatt says, no. Interesting. Interesting stuff. A lot of people chiming in right now. Um... <laughs> daddy's club says no way i trust mark antanasio with my money my tickets or my beer the beer at times can be flat the money is way too much and my tickets are never what they seem to be and i'm always having trouble with the mlb app <laughs> i gotta admit daddy i am not uh look I, and it's weird saying daddy's club so i, I don't know what your real name is but it makes me kind of cringe when i say that uh but that being said uh, I have never had problems with the app. The trick to the app is that you get your tickets. I know it's a pain in the ass because you got to screenshot them and they don't take screenshots because they got that floating goofiness to them. But you, at some point, you got to get them up and running on your phone before you actually pull into the parking lot of the ballpark. One of the problems that many ballparks and many venues in general have experienced is they don't have enough bandwidth 
uh, or didn't when all of a sudden all the fans show up at once to scan to pull up on the their phone the tickets. It's a great idea to have it on your phone and it's non-transferable, blah, 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 whatever. Just another way to make sure that you collect the money and somebody else doesn't have an ability to either, one, forge tickets, which I can't believe there's that huge of a problem of, or two, that all of a sudden you uh, just don't have that ability to, to make enough money on those tickets. Okay, great. But the, uh, the bandwidth has been an issue in other places. I, that I know. Um, this is from, uh, unplug who says, uh, Hey Bill, have you ever seen the girl that is on the MLB network? She's on there right now in the green. Do you know her name? I, how the hell do I know? No, I don't even have the MLB network on right now. Couldn't tell you. Are you just like a creeper man? Just sitting at home? Just Ooh, I'm watching baseball and watching a girl. She's in green. Oh boy. She looks like turf. Oh, I'd like to mow her. Oh, you know, what the hell? Kind of a creeper, dude. Just an FYI. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Hang in there. We will return. Coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. If by chance you're still looking for a house, maybe uh, looking to get pre-qualified for a, uh, you know, maybe a home equity line of credit or something to that extent, our buddy uh, Scott Ellis at Team Ellis, he can help you out. 414 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. And if maybe you want to buy a new home, it's the home of your dreams. You don't want to pass it up. I know the interest rates are higher. Go ahead and get it. He's got something called the 2-1 buy-down. They can get you a lower interest rate right now and then maybe refinance you down the road. So uh, there's a lot going on that they can help you with. And uh, they're saying don't pass just because the market is, you know, it, the, the housing market's so hot, but don't pass on it just because the uh, the interest rate isn't perfect. So he, he they keep saying they can help you out. So, again, Check out our buddy Scott Ellis, 414-791-7771, 414-791-7771. That's Homeside Financial. Again, 414-791-7771. Interesting 
Interesting. Uh, I'm sitting here with the uh, the uh, the poll question, and it's a general question. Do you trust the Brewers front office slash ownership? As we creep up on the trade deadline, as we creep up on, you know, the midway point of the season, which is going to be on Thursday, it'll be 81 games. Seventy. Uh, there's 62 votes that are in right now over on Twitter. 79% of you say no. Don't trust them. 21% say yes. That's a, that's quite the indictment. Now, doesn't mean Brewers fans aren't going to the games. Doesn't mean you're not tuning in. Doesn't mean you're not wanting the team to win. Doesn't mean you're not a fan. Just says that you don't trust them. And in, that's a again, it's a very general question. I get it. But that that's a that's a I didn't expect it to be that high. I thought it'd be more 50-50, but I was wrong. I was wrong. 877-867-1670. By the way, coming up here at the bottom of the hour, our buddy Chuck Freeman is going to be joining us. We'll talk with Chucker uh, about uh, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers from the Locked On Brewers podcast. Um, Tanker Bar says the team is looking to move more to Nashville every day. If you mean more to Nashville as a using the minor league system, I would say yes. If you say they want to move to Nashville to be – a franchise in Nashville, no, they're not going anywhere. Not going to happen. Um, Christian says, front office, yes. Ownership, hell no. Badger Bay says, that's like asking me if I trust Joe Barry. Hell no. Adam says, I used to trust the front office, but recency bias has given me zero confidence they can get it done. Mark Decker says, cheap-ass owner, nope. Katie says, nope. Uh, Todd says, no. David says, uh, the capital that has been spent on this team has been plentiful from the owner, but he keeps telling us that he's willing to spend more money even though he doesn't. This is clearly a team that is going to operate within the budget and not go for it at any point in time. Therefore, no, I do not trust Brewers front office or ownership. Uh, Adam says, trading hater, not signing Renfro, no deal uh, for counsel, not paying Burns, zero confidence. Wayne says, I couldn't hit no fast enough. I haven't trusted the organization for five to eight years now. The motto, bites of the apple, is code for they want to be good enough to keep everybody coming back and spending their money and having false hope of an actual World Series. Yet, they, Mark Antanasio, isn't serious about competing. Uh, Netta says, no, Mike says, no way. Can't trust this ownership. He's looking to make a buck. And as soon as it grows a little bit more, he's going to sell the team, make a profit right off into the sunset on our backs. Uh, Jake says, no, uh, chemo says, I'm going to give Matt Arnold a chance to turn this thing around. Uh, Guzzi or Gizzy, depending on how you want to G U I Z Z I says, nope, they're in it to make a buck. That's it. Uh, the Grumpy Badger says, all they keep doing is dangling the carrot in front of us and taking our money. No. So there you have it. A lot of people saying no right now. Big time. 80-20. 95 votes in. They keep coming in. Just a general question. I just thought it was an interesting question from, I, I, it was Chris in Brookfield that brought it up. And I, it's a 
terrific, uh, terrific question. Uh, 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, Zoomy Dave says, uh, I like where this team is at. I think they only need a bat or two as long as they keep the arms intact. This team could be a team that could get you to the World Series. Just have to get hot at the right time, but you can say that about every team in Major League Baseball. Many teams that get to the postseason ultimately falter. All you got to do is get hot at the right time. Why not the Brewers? Um, and I've said that. You're, you're very, very right. I've said that. When you look at the standings and you look, you know, you know there's good teams, okay? You know Tampa Bay is good. You know Atlanta is good, right? Uh, Arizona wasn't supposed to be this good this fast. You know the Dodgers are good, sitting there only three games back. San Francisco's pretty good, two and a half games back. You know those are good teams. But once you get into the postseason, okay, if I had to tell you Texas, Minnesota, or Tampa Bay, you'd probably go, what? I'd say Texas, Minnesota, or Tampa Bay. What? What? Yeah. And to be honest with you, it would be Baltimore with a wild card and then the Yankees. And then you would just say, oh, the Yankees, got to go with the Yankees. But the Yankees being a one-game playoff. The Yankees nine and a half games back. Yeah, they're just a tick over 500, eight games, 43 and 35. But the Yankees will be considered the powerhouse. So what you would say is the Yankees are the wild card, have been pretty much all season long. But then what, what, what? Get hot at the right time. But what about Tampa Bay? Say Minnesota. Can Minnesota do it? We probably would look at Minnesota and go, yeah, no, no, not Minnesota. Texas? Texas has a run differential, plus 147. Why not Texas? They're one of the better teams in baseball. But they weren't supposed to be right there, were they? Houston was supposed to win that pretty much going away. And the Angels are finally starting to play decent baseball. The Angels are actually over 543 and 37 with Mike Trout and Otani and everybody. And even, even the retread of Moustakis. So maybe they could be there. Who knows? Could the Angels get in and get hot? See, that's that's when you go, whoa, wait a minute. Could they? You know, you've got money invested. Why not go for it? 41 and 37 of the Brewers. Could they get in and get hot? We're probably going, eh, probably not. But all of a sudden you look at that pitching staff. If it's right, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, Wade Miley, Ray, could they get hot and do it at the right time? Why not? That's why you may not have a lot of belief, but you could still have some. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And uh, when we do, we're going to talk with our buddy Chuck Freeman. And he's from the uh, Locked on Brewers podcast. We'll ask him why not. Also, what he would do. What he would do if he's uh, running the Brewers. And if he trusts Brewers management. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about that as well. A lot of stuff to get into. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show. More Brewers baseball all coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Talking Brewers baseball, our guy Chuck Freeman from the Lock on uh, Brewers podcast joining us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, use your Quick Rewards card. We're coming up in the next couple of days. We're giving away a pontoon boat, compliments of Quick Trip and Mountain Dew. And uh, if I can't win it, I might as well get my boat back. So I'm happy to get my boat back later today. But uh, that being said, stop in the Quick Trip. You still have a shot at a free boat. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Chucker, I know you're on a golf course, man. Where are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Camelot over in uh, Lomira today. With a That's your home course, man. I, I got I have to clean my cor- my glasses every two holes because of the the smoke. Right, right. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> out there today. It looked like a fog when I woke up, big time, man. Oh, does it smell yeah, up here? Especially. No, it's just it's just you know I feel like I'm in Los Angeles. You know? Yep. Or, or you yep. know, or at, a, or, at a, or at a party at college. You know, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, so let me ask you this. I put out a general question a little while ago, and I said, do you trust Brewers management, meaning the front office and the owner? And overwhelmingly, people are saying no. They don't trust him at all. It's like almost 80% after 150 votes saying no, they don't trust him. So uh, what do they need to do to bring the trust factor back and have competitive winning baseball? Yeah, it would be great if they win a World Series like once every 54 years. That would be that would be fine, or at least another appearance. Um, but, you know, they really haven't done much to make us feel good. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, Bill. How many teams have we looked at and we thought they really had a championship, uh, a chance of winning the championship? 2011, 2018, and that was probably maybe 2019. But other than that, you know, and gosh, since, since 1987 – those are the only two teams you could really say had a legitimate top to bottom bullpen, starting pitching, you know, some offense that you really thought they could win a World Series championship. Uh, and I think that's that's part of the lack of trust because you know the Brewer fans, um, we've you know we've put up with these guys for so many years being just mediocre, and you know the fans are still coming out to the ballpark and supporting the team, but it just has not been very good. So I don't I don't. I don't blame the fans at all. Where'd that, where'd that poll come from? Did you make that poll? I did. Yeah, I made the poll. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a little while. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not surprising, Bill. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, it just, you know, I, I right now I look at this Brewers team and I think they're on the cusp of something. I just don't know what. Are they on the cusp of falling apart? I, you know, the next couple of weeks or the next week is going to tell because they obviously play still three against the Mets. Then they've got three in Pittsburgh before they come back home with four against the Cubs and, and three against the Reds before the All-Star break. They're either going to – they can go in a couple of different ways. Obviously, they can stand pat and tread water. They can really make some hay and also add add to their lead. Or we can just watch it all of a sudden get frittered away, and they go from being you know buyers to sellers very quickly after the trade – or after the All-Star game. So, I mean, the next week and a half is going to be vital to what direction this team's going to go. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're playing right now uh, a, a team that should be better than it really is, the, the New York Mets. Uh, you know, taking two or three from a mediocre Cleveland team this past weekend. And then they're going to Pittsburgh uh, this coming weekend. It's been some series for the Cubs. But, you know, the Brewers, they went three or four. When was the last time they taken three or four from the team from a, on a series? So, right. you know, they, they played so well at the beginning of the season. I think we were led to believe that this team was going to be better than expected. Now, you know, the division is bad, but I, I just think – it's going to be like this all season long, Bill. 
there's going to be some times, like last night, I mean, they've had, they've had to lean so much on their pitching staff, and they had to do it again last night. They were just, you know, you're hoping and praying that that Joey Weimer home run in the sixth inning is going to hold up, and it did. But how many times have they lost games like that? Just not enough offense. And you know something? Rowdy Telez is six. He's only had six games since late April where he's had multiple hits in a game. That's right. terrible for a heart of the order guy. And I've said all along, you know, he was he was brought here to be uh, a platoon player, and now he's, you know, he's playing every day the last couple of seasons. And I just don't see him as an everyday player. Rowdy may think he is, but the Freeman Eye Test bill says he's not. I uh, I don't think he's an everyday player. I don't even think he's that great of a hitter. And if he's not going to give you at least 25-plus home runs on the consistent per year, then he's not anything more after that. He's not even a good DH. So I agree. I mean, it's been a while since they've had – what do you go back to, like a Richie Sexton since they've had a consistent first baseman that or Lyle Overbay that they've had a consistent first baseman that's actually been able to hit the ball for an average and a little bit of pop? Well, Prince. You know, Prince was – well, Prince, Prince Fielder, yeah, Prince Fielder, you're right. I forgot yeah. about him, and how could Prince, I forget about Prince? <laughs> Prince, Prince was the man. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, they, they have it. And you would think first base and third base would be, you know, you want two power spots. You want productive spots. And you look at this team, they get into zero production out of him at first base. And at third base, Brian Anderson's hitting a 220 with seven home runs. You know, makes some nice defensive plays. But you got to, as you know, Bill, you got to be strong on the corners, and the Brewers just aren't that. Right. No doubt. So let me ask you this, too, about the lineup, because we were talking about this earlier today, too, that the, the, the constant tweaking of the lineup, why is Adama still batting cleanup? I mean, the guy can't hit, and, and I, they, it's like they refuse to move him down. And just when you start to get a few guys that start to hit, they're either out of the lineup or they're moved around, and you're not clumping together at least guys that can put the ball in play on the consistent. I, and I, that I don't understand. Well, I think it's, there's nobody really else to put there. I mean, who else can you put – in that spot, he's their best choice there. Even though he's struggling, you know he's better than that. He is. He he is better. He's just having a bad year. But mm-hmm. I mean, unlike Telez, who this is what I expect from Telez, uh, Adamas, I expect more and to be better. He's their best choice. There's nobody else you can put really. In. Their best hitter overall, a guy who's going to have a great approach to the plate every single time, is Owen Miller. I mean, Owen Miller, a guy you didn't expect to play every day, but you look at his right. number, he had the biggest bat on Sunday in Cleveland. He's a, he's the one guy who's been consistent. So as we head towards the trade deadline, what are you doing with Corbin Burns? Are you keeping him and trying to add a bat? Are you trying to trade him? for? Because I've said all along, some people just want to trade him, get some great prospects, continue to build the system. And I'm like, well, then aren't you in essence somewhat giving up on the season? To me, if you're going to trade him, you've got to get a bat in return and a couple of prospects, or I'm hanging on to him uh, throughout the remainder of this season, hoping you get to the postseason, that when you go to the four-man rotation, it's Burns, it's Woodruff, it's Peralta, it's Miley. Or do you trade Wade Miley? <laughs> you know, do you trade yeah. him? He might be more lucrative at this point. Um, you know, Burns is not having a very good year. Uh, he's not pitched well in his last two outings. But I still hold on to him, but I don't think – you know, teams that are in contention usually don't trade pitching. And but the Brewers are so in desperate need of offense right now that they need to, uh, you know, they may have to do that. They may have to trade one of those starters to get some offense in here because you're not trading any of your prospects. 
Is there anybody right now that you look at? Do you look at Sal Freelich or do you say, hey, let's make a roster spot and bring back up a yet again a, a Keston Hero? Because if you if you decide to get rid of Hero, he ha- he doesn't have options. You'd have to DFA him again. But do you do you do that? Do you think that you bring one of these guys up or both of these guys up at this point to try to get yourself try to get yourself a spark? Um, I would say Keston Hero would be the guy. I don't. I, Freelich will probably be here later in the year. But I still think I, I I said this in the beginning when they DFA'd him. I think and he decided to take the Triple um, A route. I think he still is going to have a shot at this team. <laughs> I think he's going to have a couple of big at bats for these guys too. I don't think we're done hearing about Keston Hira uh, just yet. Remember, before he got hurt, he was lighting up the, the statistical uh, the stats the stat sheet down in Nashville. Do you trust it? Do you do you trust what he's done for the fact that he's been basically a career minor leaguer? Um. Keston Hero? Yeah. He might be I mean, he's guys. played in the bigs, but his his numbers come from the minor leagues, not the majors. Well, well that's what I was thinking. I, maybe he's good enough to be a triple-A all-star, but not a major league player. You know, some guys are just great triple-A players, good triple-A players, but then they get up to the big show, and, you know, they fizzle. So that, that might be the case, Bill, where he's just a good, tri- just a very, very good triple-A player. Talking with Chuck Freeman of the Lockdown Brewers podcast. Uh, Chucker, before I let you go, we were talking earlier about uh, Corbin Burns as well. And Corbin Burns, uh, the argument is, I was listening last night, that his velocity is really not down. It's only down like a half a mile an hour. But it's been more so that they've caught up with the cutter and just a mix of pitches necessarily haven't been there. I said, look, I think sometimes a guy goes out trying to earn the paycheck he's about to get because he's got to be perfect. He knows he wants that big payday, which is on the horizon. He knows he's a big trade chip. Do you think it's just the pressure that he's putting on himself, or do you think it's something else? Well, I just think that he's just not having a good year compared to his all-star Cy Young Award year of two years ago. Um, yeah, he's not getting a lot of swing and misses. He's given up uh, you know, eight hits and three strikeouts in each of the last two games. Um, and I just, just not think he's – I don't know. Maybe he is putting too much pressure on himself because, you know, with each bad start – you know, the $300 million he's supposed to get just isn't there. So I still think there's still hope. I, I don't want to trade him just yet. I think he's still got the big starts left in him. Chuck, uh, get back on the golf course. Enjoy yourself. And uh, hopefully you'll hit him straight, man. I appreciate it as always, bud. All right, Lockdown All right, Brewers. Go ahead. Oh, the Lockdown Brewers. Find us on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google. And, of course, on YouTube, go to Locked On Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit that like button. Locked On Brewers podcast, Monday through Friday, catches a 30-minute show every day, right after the Bill Michael show. Tune in, though. There you <laughs> go. Perfect stuff. Awesome. Awesome okay. stuff. Chuck, I appreciate it, buddy. Hit him straight. We'll talk to you soon. Locked On Brewers podcast. Find it everywhere. Our buddy Chuck Freeman, he's got it going on. And uh, we'll chat with him uh, again next week, same time, same place, that kind of thing. 877-867-1670, You want to hit us up? Please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Always good to talk to Chuck. Always good. Hey, we got our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. John Atley and his staff uh, are awesome, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. First of all, they have got absolutely positively the best, which I have in my home, the best water softening system out there, the Connecticut water softening system. It is just uh, hands down the best. I, I don't even know what else to say about it. You feel clean getting out of the shower. The laundry is perfect. The, the drinking water is beyond good. Uh, don't know what else to say. Uh, that's awesome. So first and foremost, call them 262-549-7733. But also, 
They uh, stepped up big time this year. They are the stage sponsor for our friends uh, at the uh, Cheap Shots coming up for our motorcycle ride on Sunday, September 3rd. Them and our friends at Veterans America. So both of them stepped up. They said, we want to support veterans in a big way. That's what they've been doing for a long time. John Atley and his staff are always on board. When we do the golf outing, they're always there and supporting us. They're going to be supporting us this year with the motorcycle ride. So support a business that supports our veterans, our military members, and their families. That is the Water Doctors. And they're, they're based here in uh, the, the southeastern portion of Wisconsin, but they're all over the state, and they work with the dealers all over the state. So let's just say they're not in your area. Let's just say you're calling us from someplace way up north. Uh, well, still call them because they can get you in touch with the people that do and get yourself the uh, Connecticut Water Softening System and get you a donation uh, to uh, to Fisher House, Wisconsin. Great stuff. 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. That is the Water Doctors in Waukesha. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show, and uh, we continue on, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Good to have you on board today. Um, this is uh, from Jason. To be honest, I trust the front office to want to do the right thing, but don't trust the wallets. The wallets tell what they really want us to do. They want us to come to games and drink the beer and buy the merchandise to pad the accounts, but won't put that back into the team. To give us a better show, that part of it I do uh, not trust, and I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot is with us, and I'm sure a lot is with us. Always been a small market team, always will be sad but true. That is from Jason. The question was from earlier today, if you uh, have not been following along, and it's also over uh, on Twitter. And uh, the question is a general question: Do you trust the Brewers front office slash ownership? 168 votes plus have been cast. 75.6% of you say no. And I that was kind of surprising. I thought there would be more people that say, yeah, absolutely, you trust what's going on. But you don't. There's a lot of people that don't. A lot of people that don't. Interesting stuff. Alex, no. Christopher, no. Brandon says, I trust Matt Arnold, but nothing more. Um... 
big article, uh, well, not an article, but a conversation going on at WFAN Sports Radio up in New York where the Mets fans lose their patience with Steve Cohen as the, as the season goes on. And uh, the, I added the question to their, to their question that says, and how close is David Stearns to being their next general manager? Because we all know that's probably in the works at this point. But, yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. And it continues to grow. Uh, I, By the way, I've got some breaking news for you coming up in the next hour. A decision has been made, and I will tell you what it is coming up in the next hour. So stay tuned for that. I know, I know. But that's what they call in this business a tease to keep you coming back. So got some news for you. Uh, Brian says, no way in hell I trust this Brewers front office. I believe that the Brewers want to win. I just don't believe the Brewers want to win at all costs. Okay. Hmm. David says, uh, no, I don't believe that Mark Antanasio wants to spend the money. I think he's still recouping his COVID money. Uh, Rob says, no, I don't believe... <clears throat> Excuse me. No, I don't believe that Mark Antanasio wants to spend the money. I want. I know he wants to win, but not win at all costs, as before. Okay, great. Um, this one's from Timu. Timu says, I think the Brewers front office wants to win, and they want to win a championship. They want to win it for the city. They want to win it for their fans. But they don't want to win it at the expense of losing money. Who does? I understand where they're at as a small market team. I just don't believe they're ever going to go for it. At what point do they say, money be damned, let's just push all the chips to the middle of the table and say we're going we're going to win a championship. That will never happen in this small market city. Mark Antanasio is a failure as an owner. Now, I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not going like that. I'm not going that far. I'm not going to do that. And here's the reason why, okay, because uh, – and somebody brought this up uh, over on the live stream a little while ago. Look, I, and I'm not here to knock anybody, okay? Uh, Randy says, trust them with what? Randy, it's a general question. If you've been paying attention, it's just do you trust them, yes or no? It, I'm not getting into specifics because we can go into we, we can go down that rabbit hole all damn day. It's just a gut reaction, yes or no. Um, somebody had said earlier, hey, don't forget the ownership group that was here a while ago. Okay? Um, so... I understand where you're where you're coming from. You can go back to when uh, you still had it under the ceilings, and prior to Mark Atanasio coming in, um, you know Miller Park at the time was a windfall. It gave them the ability to try to field a better team. They put a little bit of money in the team. Ultimately, it was the right thing to sell it. Mark has been a terrific owner and giving us a lot of opportunities at the postseason. Something put it this way. Again, I go back to. What are your expectations? You go back a couple of decades, and I got here in 1999, and this team was so far away from 500, it wasn't funny. And then they went through some managerial changes. They went through some uh, general manager changes, president changes, before selling the team, and the goal was to get back to 500 and be happy. You know? Um, So you can go in that direction. Um, it, It just... You you got to remember where it was, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to accept the present. 
You know what I mean? You don't do that. You don't just go, well, they were bad for so long, and now they're starting to play good baseball, and they're competitive, so we should just be happy. No. At some point, you have to expect more. You have to take that next step, right? You have to. So I'm kind of like, you know, no, I, 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 I am not going in that direction. I'm going to say, look, there's an expectation. There's, um, there is a, a form of progression that the Brewers should take. Now, can it be cyclical? Absolutely. 100%. It can be, you know, you go for it for two or three years and then you got to tear it down and rebuild it and build it back up again. Yeah, absolutely. But I think we've come far enough now that this team can be viable in the market that it's in. And it, it does go down to the question sometimes of, are you willing to take that next step? And you have to ask yourself that. 877-867-1670. Coming back. Got something to report. Yeah, we got some news here. Got some news. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Another hour yet to go. Hang in there.